it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Love Crimepedia and want to help support the show? You can do so by buying us a coffee through the supporter feature from ACAST. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Crimepedia. I am your host this week. My name is Morgan. I hope you are having a wonderful day. And with me, as always, is my favorite true crime partner. We sit and we talk true crime 24-7. <laughs> it's Cherry. Hello, Cherry. Hello. Hello, everyone. I hope you've had a lovely week. Thank you for joining us again for another week of true crime and chat and mischief. How have you been? Very well. It's been a very busy week. We had the Queen's funeral on Monday here, um, which you guys probably saw over there. So that sort of, we all had a, a national day. So everyone had a national day of work, which was great. Um, so yeah, that was quite sad and profound. But now we have a new king. So everything's changing for us here. The national anthem changed straight away, which is really strange to sing your national anthem with something else. You know, I've sung that all my yeah, life, that, that yeah. song. And it's a bizarre I don't know if anybody else feels the same way in England, but I don't know. It kind of had a bit more meaning when it was the Queen. Do you know what I mean? I think it's yeah, because yeah. I've got a lot more respect for the Queen, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I feel really sh- like, so like when we're singing it at rugby and stuff, I always feel really emotional singing the national anthem because it means a lot. Now, yeah. it's strange because it just doesn't seem right. You know, it's weird. It just seems strange. Yeah, it yeah, it is. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. You know, and, and this is the one thing I don't understand. Being an American, of course, we don't have monarchy. Mm. It's just, I feel like the monarch, the king, the queen, they need, they're like, they're supposed to be like revered, right? Yeah, yeah. There's this grandeur around them. Yeah. And I know that like going into that position, you don't really... You don't have it like right away. So it's weird to like all of a sudden yeah. you have someone who is so like larger than life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm assuming she was like she like represented like this motherly figure of England, yeah. United yeah. Kingdom. Right. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you have Charles, who historically has been less than liked I, in, and, in yeah. some circles. Yeah. 
And I agree with you. I think it's strange because there's never been any real scandal as such. I'm not going to get into the, I'm not going to talk about the whole um, Australia thing and all the the stuff that goes on with the jewellery and the, this being stolen from there and that kind of thing. Let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah. What I'm just general meaning is that the Queen kind of has always been there and she's always, yeah. there's no real scandal about the Queen. She's never really partaken in very much that is, you know, underhand or, you know, that we know of so much, but she's just kind of always been there. And it's a really strange thing for her not to be there now. Yeah. It feels, it feels really odd. It feels like a grand, you've lost a grandparent. Yeah. Yeah. And now, but here, but then it's extra weird because now you have someone else. Yeah. Like, who's taking her place. Taking that place. And, but they're not. You're so used yeah. to. Yeah. Giving like, you're looking at them like, oh, with such. Admiration. Yeah, and, exactly. And I, don't, like, I personally don't look at Charles like that at all. Because he has, he has he done anything to like, I don't want to no. say deserve that. Or, no, but or, it's true. I, yeah, I think exactly. I think the Queen has worked, d- d- regardless of what you think of the actual monarchy and the hierarchy and everything, that woman has worked for the country every single day of her, like, of her life since she was like 25 years old. And mm-hmm. she has always been around going to things opening things you know going on state visits and doing and yes okay she's she lives in castles and stuff but she's worked and worked and worked tirelessly for the whole of her life you can't i mean not very many people at 96 are still working yeah you know she worked right up until two days before she died the woman never stopped it's crazy that's really crazy but then you've got charles who i don't think has commanded the same amount of respect that the Queen has, but I think William will have the respect of the British people mm. because I think William yeah, and Kate, yeah. people love William and Kate. I don't mm-hmm. think people love King Charles and Camilla. People don't yeah. like Camilla because of the relationship that she had with Diana and the fact that the British people absolutely adored Diana. Yeah. And I think and now Camilla's queen no queen no consort. no no. yeah she's queen yeah. consort she's not the queen consort. she's queen no consort. no 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 consort but she that but she still has that queen well yeah it's queen queen consort so she'll never actually be queen i don't no, think no, no, i don't yeah. think british people will ever see her like that i think kate and william people will think of kate as queen kate or queen yeah, catherine yeah. i think i think they will queen kate yeah i think they will i think they'll think of her as because she makes a fantastic princess of wales already they're a great couple. I, I literally saw the dumbest headline about Charles was past week. Mm. And it was something along the lines of, why did Charles take the name King Charles? I'm like, okay, I understand <laughs> he could take any name he wanted to. Yeah. But maybe the name. fact that was his name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that might have something to do with it, you know? Yeah. Why did Charles take the name King Charles? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I a lot has got to change. A lot will change for us now, though. Our military sort of regalia, our our post boxes, our stamps, our money, Your money, our money will change. A lot will change for us. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it'll just abdicate, give it to William, and then William will reign for like no years and way. years. No way would Charles abdicate. No see. way. I let. Okay, this is going to be my premonition. I think within the next. Mm, Three maximum five years, Charles won't be king anymore. Ooh, that is my prediction. I believe within, I reckon there'll be a change in the next five years. 
within the next five years. I don't think he'll be king anymore. Very interesting. I have a feeling, possibly sickness, but I've got a feeling he'll abdicate something, and he'll give it to he'll give it to William. That would be big if that happened. Huge. I think it will. We'll see. We'll see. But that's my. So now you've all heard it. You've heard me say it. That's what I think will happen. We'll see. Hmm. We will see. Sure will. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, how about we hop right into this week's episode? Let's go. In June 2014, just days after returning home from a family trip, 24-year-old Amanda DeGuillo would go missing. Leaving behind most of her belongings, Amanda left her mother's home in suburban Philadelphia and seemingly disappeared without a trace. For eight years, very little had been learned about where she may have gone and why. But in 2022, a renewed effort by law enforcement to find the missing woman led to a possible break in the case. This is Crimepedia, and this is The Disappearance of Amanda DeGuillo. All right, Cherry. So this week's case um, is a case I think is has partially been hampered by by stigma. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so this is a, a case of of a missing endangered woman who disappeared in 2014 and had both drug issues and lived. Not a, I wouldn't say she was she constantly lived a high risk lifestyle, but she did she did have some high risks in her life. Right. Okay. Okay. So Amanda DeGuia was born on March fifth, nineteen ninety. Now, according to her mother, she was a girly girl who was an above average student and was very social. Okay. In her early years, Amanda did spend a lot of time in hospitals undergoing treatment for asthma as well as undergoing a surgery for a hernia. Now, these experiences would lead Amanda to want to have a career in children's health care. She would enroll in nursing school shortly after graduating high school in 2008, but would have to put her schooling on hold after she became pregnant with her first child. How old was she then? Uh, she was... Graduating in high school, because it's different. Your... 18. Oh, okay. So yeah. she's different ages here she to like graduating school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she would have been around 18 okay. when she became pregnant with her first child. Yeah. Now, during this pregnancy, Amanda would start feeling a pain in her right breast, which had become swollen. After the birth of her first daughter, the pain that she felt would be diagnosed as a flesh-eating disease. Oh, no. That's not, not nice. Good. No. Now, she would undergo three surgeries, which resulted in the loss of substantial amount of breast tissue. Yeah. 
Now, in order to deal with the pain, she was prescribed Percocet, mm. which would lead to a drug dependency and addiction. That does happen quite often with Percocet, doesn't it? I hear that when I listen to American cases, when they talk about mm. pain, pain, um, uh, the people who have become addicted to pain medication, it's usually Percocet, isn't it? I'm just going yeah, to look and yeah, see what that is here in England. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what it's that... a huge problem, especially especially around the, this time where uh, drugs like Percocet, oh, oxycodone, oxy, oxycodone. Out. Yeah, so in England it's oxycodone. So yeah, I see. God, that's crazy, isn't it? Very, very. Now Amanda was a single mother, but she did have the support of her family. She would have a second daughter. And the three of them lived with Amanda's mother, Joanne. Now, according to Joanne, the family had known about Amanda's issues with prescription pills. It's believed that sometime after the birth of her second daughter, Amanda, she began using heroin. Oh, no. However, Joanne has stated that the family knew, knew nothing about Amanda's heroin use. And that's This is very slippery slope, isn't it, once you get onto heroin? It just it destroys your body, doesn't it? Absolutely. It, it's it's horrific to yeah, watch a family I mean, member go through a heroin addiction. It's it it's so bad. And it did. It took it took a huge toll on her yeah. on her uh, her body. I mean, um, apparently, like she she was a very beautiful girl. Yeah, she was and even yeah very uh, pretty. Even at the, by the time. By the time her disappearance, still very beautiful, but it like ravaged her teeth. She had really bad dental hygiene. Yeah, um, her teeth were in really bad shape. Um, you go, you can go on to um, you know look at pictures of her, and there's pictures of her which it looks like she has like scarring on her on her face. She will, won't she? Because they so, pick their skin, don't they? When like heroin, that's another side effect is that they pick their skin. So it, it yeah. it's awful to see how a heroin addiction can can ruin somebody it's absolutely awful it's very very sad really really sad it is yeah in 2014 amanda's older sister nicole had reportedly discovered that amanda had been advertising herself as an escort online oh no when confronted amanda insisted that it was just a joke and nicole did not press the issue god that's horrible isn't it it must be it's it must very, be really really hard to watch a family member go through that. It's just awful. Yeah, because it's 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 tough because you want to help, mm. but it's tough because in a lot of these cases, it, it really takes a person hitting rock bottom before they will really seek yeah. seek that help that they need. Yeah. Now, in in May 2014, Amanda. And her daughters went on a trip to Disney World along with Joanne and Nicole. Mm -hmm. During this trip, Amanda seemed to be turning a corner and was serious about recovering from her addiction. And now, according to her her family, she was completely sober for this trip to Disney World. Oh, good. And they had plans. She had plans to um, to see a, a doctor and to have a full physical when she returned. Right. There were also discussions about Amanda returning to rehab and, and treating her addiction with Suboxone. So she had previously been on, in rehab. Um, I believe this would have been her third time okay. in rehab, trying to get seek help. So she she was looking to to basically beat this disease. Yeah, and wanted to get the help. Yeah. 
Now, on June 3rd, 2014, this is just four days after returning home from Disney World, Amanda would disappear. Oh. That morning before going to work, Joanne would dress Amanda's two daughters and peek into Amanda's room asking to asking for her to do some chores around the house. While she was at work that morning, Joanne would call, would call Amanda, who did not answer. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Joanne would arrive home from work at around 5 p.m. that evening and discovered that Amanda was not home. Joanne would attempt to contact Amanda a few times throughout the evening, but her calls went unanswered. While this did not initially cause any alarm, by late that night and having not heard from Amanda, Joanne would start to worry. There were no signs of foul play inside the house. Outside of the chores that Amanda failed to do, there was nothing out of the normal in the house. It did not, did not appear as though Amanda had packed any belongings before leaving, and her credit cards had been left in the house. Oh, wow. While some reports have stated that Amanda had left her cell phone at home, she did, in fact, take her phone, cell phone with her. Amanda did not drive, and it's unknown how she left the house. So she didn't take her cell phone, or she did, sorry? No, she did take her cell phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of reports out there that say that she left her cell phone at home. Um, that's incorrect. She actually did have her cell phone so with her. So the cell phone is when gone. she left. Okay. Cell phone is gone. Right, yes. okay. Um, she did not drive. She did not have a car. Um, it's unknown how, and like I said, it's unknown how she actually left if she was picked up by someone or if she had walked somewhere so right exactly sure okay she left now what's strange is despite being concerned about the whereabouts of amanda the family would not report her as missing until august 27th 2014 nearly three months since she was last seen wow and like she just walked out and left her daughters i mean is that something that she's it's difficult because obviously well, she's struggling. She is str- still struggling with addiction. I mean, addiction never goes away a hundred percent. It's always a, a battle yeah. all the time. Um, it is. So it's very difficult to know whether she relapsed and went off somewhere. I mean, I would be interested to know how likely it would be that she would leave her children. It's got a lot. Well, for her a mom children to do. were actually. Her children were with. Um, other family that day. I've, I've yeah, seen... but I mean, just like walk away from your kids and have nothing to do. With oh your yeah, kids no, ever no, no, again. no. Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, that must be yeah. as a parent. That's to think that you're not going to see your kids ever again. You're just going to leave them. There must have been something that... very, very. I don't. Mm-mm. You know, that's what I mean. You don't just walk away from your yeah. kids, do you? For, for nothing, you know, for nothing. There's got to be a bloody good reason that you would walk away and leave those kids behind. I don't think Amanda would have. I don't no. think. Amanda was the type of person who would just up and leave, mm. purposely up and leave mm. um, her kids behind. You know, she, yeah, she had struggled with addiction. Yeah. And she had, she, yeah, so she had but struggles. she was clean. They'd just been on a family holiday. She had been clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just been on a family holiday. She wanted to get better. She wanted to stay clean. Yeah. And she wanted to turn that corner. So it's, 
I mean, I don't want to say it's strange for her to up and leave because once again, we're talking about addiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Addiction, you do, you can. It can make you, can you turn, do some strange things, can't it? You know, un, very things. Yeah. Not normal things for you. So, I mean, it's tough. It's very tough to try and guess what she would or wouldn't have done not knowing her, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Now, there is some confusion about her disappearance that was caused by an arrest warrant that was issued by Upper Darby Police, okay? Now, roughly two weeks after her disappearance, a warrant for her Amanda's arrest was issued for identity theft and receiving stolen property. Now, these were associated with a prescription for OxyContin that Amanda had picked up that was written for someone else, okay? Right. Now, some reports have stated that the theft in question had occurred on June 18th, okay? However, according to the family's private investigator, Kevin Ryan, Amanda had picked up the prescription prior to her disappearance. So oh. it's so this is strange because we have on one side they're saying no, no, this it happened beforehand. But there's been I've read things that specifically said that she attempted to pick up a prescription on the 18th. So she's picking so, up a prescription, and who is this prescription for? Um, I don't know who it's for. It's not for her. It's for someone else. So that's what I'm thinking. So, okay, so she has gone somewhere. Surely her family members aren't going to ask her to pick up a prescription, knowing full no. well what she's addicted to. So her, I mean, it's like an alcoholic. You're not going to sit at a table and drink alcohol in front of an alcoholic. And as a family member, you're not going to ask her to go and pick up something that, that would further fuel her addiction. So yeah, this has got to be somebody else that she knows why would she be going to picking up somebody else's prescription? I mean, would that person really let question. her pick it up? Because if that person knows what she's addicted to, are they gonna mm-hmm. are they gonna risk that of her using again? Or the temptation the, of her yeah. using again? It's a it's a big big temptation to put in somebody's way. Yeah, unless that person themselves are using as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I mean. If that person's using themselves, why would they want somebody mm-hmm. else who's also using to go and pick up their stuff? Because chances are yeah. that person's going to use their stuff and they're not going to be able to oh, get yeah, any more. Exactly, exactly. So surely you wouldn't trust yeah. another addict to pick up your gear. Well, maybe mm-hmm. that's just my way of thinking, but I would think, well, no, just in case they take it. So yeah. is she picking it up because she knows that person's got a prescription waiting and she wants it because she can't get a prescription for it? So... Yeah. Is that what's happened? Because I don't think one addict would trust another addict with their gear, would they? I mean, no, definitely I don't not. think so. I don't think so either. No. So that's interesting. This could be somebody that she actually knows and has heard that they've got a prescription or something. And went to go pick it and up. And went to go pick it up before they which do. Is, which is crazy because like anything that, like those type of prescriptions, you need to have a driver's license or, you know, some sort of identification. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, how does it work over there? How, do, how does that, you know, when you need to go and get a prescription, is it filed by the doctor or does the pharmacist do it for you? The, okay. So the doctor would, would, the doctor would send in the prescription to be filled by the pharmacist. So same here. Yeah. So same, same as here. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to go yeah. in and prove your identity to pick up that. But usually here, if you're picking up something on behalf of somebody else, I'm not sure thinking about it. I mean, because obviously I only pick up stuff for my family because we live in the same house. That's a bit different. But I don't know how it would be if you lived in a different house to go and collect somebody else's prescription on their behalf. I'm not sure if you can um, do that unless you're a nominated person. I, I think you you can because I, I recall. So when how old? I think when I was, was I 21? Uh, I think I was like 21 or 22. I had 
uh, kidney stone, and I was prescribed. Um, I don't think it was Percocet. It might have been Vicodin, but it was another controlled drug. Mm. And I'm pretty sure my mom picked it up for me because I was. But you lived in the I same. Like, you lived in the same house, though, didn't you? So I think you can yeah, do it if you're so, in the same house. But if you're yeah. separate houses, like if I was to go and pick up one for you, surely they're not going to let me think, walk no, away I, with your prescription. No, 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 no. Even if I took Absolutely ID, not. surely they're not just going to let me yeah. pick up your drugs. No, definitely not. So that's that's weird how she's tried to pick up somebody else's prescription when you wouldn't normally be able to. Mm-hmm. But it almost sounds like because they issued a, an arrest warrant, it almost sounds like she was successful in picking it up. Yeah. Because if because if if she actually did pick it up and they called the police or, you know, she tried to pick it up and they called the police, wouldn't she have just been arrested at, at that point? Yeah. Yeah, that's strange, isn't it? That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's a really good point. So it almost sounds like they she she, she did got, got it. She, yeah, she did get it. She, Sorry. she yeah she did get it and she did get it and then later on they they, they realized their, yeah yeah like oops we need to arrest her now. That's strange. Okay. Now initially Amanda was considered a missing per missing and endangered persons case. Yeah. But despite a thorough search and investigation by Upper Darby Police and constant canvassing by Amanda's family in the month following her disappearance, there were no no leads received in where she in received that would indicate where she could have been. So nothing. Nothing. Came nothing at all. Yeah. No, no leads. Nothing. Or anything. Zero. That's awful. Nothing. So. Like I said, she did have her her phone on it. Now I I do know that there were some phone pings, yeah, on her on it. So, but I don't know where those pings were coming from. But also, we so don't we, know I if I that means that anything. she was the person with the phone. It just means that the phone exactly. was in an area. Doesn't necessarily mean she had it in her hand or she had it on her person. So it might be her phone pinging, but it's not necessarily her, is it? That's correct. That is correct. Now, police would discover a escort ad placed by Amanda on Craigslist, but this had been put on to Craigslist roughly a year before her disappearance. Yeah. So that seemingly kind of confirms the fact that she was advertising herself as an escort. Yeah. Well, it's a good way to make money, isn't it? It's quite a quick way to make money that you don't have to pay it tax is. on. Yeah. And if you're buying illegal yeah. substances with it, it's kind of something you don't need qualifications to do it. It's quite an easy way to make money. Yeah. Now, it is interesting to note that that this list would lead to some arrests. Okay. But no additional information about Amanda's whereabouts were learned right. from any of the arrests made okay. from for her connection to these escort ads. Now, by 2018, police would start to believe that Amanda may have been the victim of foul play. Yeah. Now, in the months and the years after following her disappearance, there have been some um, tips that have come in mm -hmm. about Amanda, but nothing has has actually panned out. Um, I know that there had been a woman who had been friends with Amanda for a few years uh -huh. who stated that on the day that Amanda had disappeared, Amanda had called her because she needed a ride. Now, after that, she hadn't actually heard from Amanda after that, uh -huh. but stated that she believes that he, she may have been living with a guy 
who was in his 40s in a, an apartment in Swarth, Swarthmore. She also said that she believed that Amanda might have been working for him too, but she was not sure exactly what that meant. I'm assuming that this guy was a, a pimp. A pimp. Of some, I was just going to say that. Do you think it yeah, would be? Yeah, that's what it kind of seems like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's unfortunately like things like this, these tips that have come in about her, absolutely nothing has panned out for police. Really? It just seems like she has just completely vanished. Yeah. There have been numerous bodies that have been found that have been initially thought of. They initially could have been Amanda. That's what they were. People had been thinking, but none of them have been. No. Um, There have been. There's been no activity on any of her social media. There's been no activity on any of her emails. The uh, I know the private investigator Kevin Ryan has has been tracking usage of her social security number. There's been no hits on her social security number, so there's been absolutely nothing. Nothing. None of her yeah. banking accounts have 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 been touched. Absolutely nothing and that's strange isn't it if somebody goes missing unless they've got like a lifetime worth of or like a decent amount of money to set them off um and they've got a new job a new life somewhere else in under a new um like a new personality the chances are that they don't touch anything at all that's strange isn't it very very strange it is very strange very yeah strange. yeah there are numerous areas around the philadelphia area that that Amanda would hang out, which were searched. Okay. Um, in 2019, there was a possible sighting of Amanda in the um, Kensington area of, uh, of Philadelphia. Right. Which is not a very good area. It's, it's known, it's a area known for rampant homelessness and drug use. Oh, and yeah. there's actually pictures of, of a, of a woman who, people thought might have been Amanda and if there there are similarities between the two is this the lady sitting on the was... sitting on the pavement yes yeah it yes, does look exactly, like her. it yeah. really does and I also saw that there was she's got a tattoo on her arm because I know that Amanda's got she does a, quite a few tattoos um she does and I also read that with um drug trafficking I mean it's a horrible thought but it's something that you have to kind of consider with um trafficking and sex trafficking sometimes they do put tattoos on the women so that you know which trafficker group that they belong to mm. and so i read oh. i read i know and i read um that perhaps this could be because the tattoo and she's also wearing a bracelet that's very similar to the bracelet that she's pictured in in the, in the pictures on yeah. the fbi's website you know so yes i wonder then you know is could it be that could it be that somebody's picked her up if she's in a bit of a exactly if she's if she has relapsed into it and she has got hold of some heroin and she's in a bit of a stupor because obviously you mm. get into that kind of, I don't even know what they call it, but you get into that kind of like heroin haze. Could it be that she's yep. been picked up by somebody? She wouldn't really be fighting back because of the, the state that she's in at the time. Could it be then that they've then put her into this? Oh, it's an awful, it's horrible to think that. I, so this is my initial thought. Mm. So initially my thought was, she could have either a been a victim of sex trafficking, yeah. human trafficking, yeah, which is definitely a possibility. You've got to consider it. My other, th- you have to consider. Yeah. It. My other thought was was a she died of an overdose. Okay. Yeah. Which even if she dies of an overdose, we're still talking about a, a criminal 
event because yeah. you it, my assumption would be she would have been with someone else that has then concealed her body because oh, if she yeah. would have died of a, I would think that if she was would have died of an overdose like on the on the streets or well, somewhere she'd be she a Jane would have been Doe, wouldn't she that's right yeah she would have she been, would yeah but for the fact that that there none you know there's, there has, nothing. there's not a body yeah no one's found anything that if she did die of an overdose she would have been had to have been with someone else and that she would have had to have been concealed concealed yeah so yeah, then that's you, true we still have a criminal element to it where where someone's actively concealing her body yeah her body yeah right what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So, so I think those are initially those were the, the two most likely scenarios with her. Yeah. However, there, there, in the past month, there's been some new activity with her, which kind of changes, possibly changes my thought okay. on everything. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, back in, I believe it was um, June of 2022, the FBI became involved in yeah. the case. Yeah. Which is interesting why all of a sudden the FBI would 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 be involved. Uh, hmm. Usually they would get involved in cases if they... If they believe they're, for example, they would get involved in a like human trafficking case if they're if the person's being moved from one state to the next, right? right. So that kind of goes along with the thought that maybe she was trafficked at some point, yeah. And so maybe that's why the FBI was involved. However, in September, so it was actually a September fifteenth, twenty twenty two. So not very the long time ago. That yeah. we're recording this, it was like ten days ago. Yeah. Okay. Law enforcement agencies executed a search warrant on a nine acre property in Nottingham, Pennsylvania, which is roughly 50 miles to the west of Amanda had gone missing. Right. Okay. Did you know Borgosh Energy can now service your heat pump? Our team of trusted and skilled engineers are here to help you keep your home running efficiently. Book your heat pump service now to get 20% off. And you can find a time that suits you, even on Saturdays. Book online at BorgoshEnergy.ie. Borgosh Energy. Imagine a better way. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability. Discount valid until 31st of July. Visit BorgoshEnergy.ie for more. So, so agents from local, state, and federal um, offices had searched the backyard of this rural property in hopes of finding the remains of Amanda. Right. Do we know who this property belongs to? We do. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So authorities, the authorities who were executing this this warrant had brought cadaver dogs and other specialized equipment with them. They ended up shutting down neighboring streets. They dug around the property and drained a septic tank looking for Amanda. Right. However, they did leave without any signs of, of Amanda. Yeah. Uh, so the home was or is owned by a gentleman named Michael Fabrizio. Okay. Senior. Okay. Okay. 
his son, Michael Fabrizio Jr., mm-hmm. is the father of Amanda's first daughter. Oh, okay. That's very close okay. to home. Is very close to That's home. That's very, very close to home, yeah. So... I wonder what's led them to think that he could possibly have something to do with it. Something must have triggered that. Because, I mean, it's been, what, is it eight parent, years now? Eight years since she went missing? Seven, it's been eight, eight years. years. So, I mean, yeah. now, only in the last ten days, eight years later, they must have had some form of intelligence to alert them to that area. Something yeah, so has to have come in. From what I understand is once the FBI became involved in the case, mm. they started looking over all the tips that had been received. Yeah. And it's my understanding that this that there was a tip from around two, 2017, which the Upper Derby police received that was never looked into. But also, can I just ask a question? Wouldn't they have looked, because of who he is to her, wouldn't they have looked into him at the beginning? Because he's her former, you know, he's the, chi- the, the child's father. So surely your ex is your current partner. Surely you look there first. Yeah, you would you would have to. You would think think that. So, yeah. And I have read reports that so we talked about how well we briefly mentioned how the girls, the two daughters, had been with with family, other family yeah. the day that Amanda went missing. Yeah. I have actually read at least one article which indicated that the girls had been with their fathers that day, which means that they were separate. They would have pro- they would have been. I don't know if if grandma dropped off the girls with with the two different fathers, or if the fathers came and picked them up. Right. Okay. But the two girls are separately with their dads that day. That is correct. Yeah. That's what that's what it seems like. Yeah. And that's what I've, I've. There's at least one source that indicated that they would have, they were with their their fathers that day. Right. Okay. So that would put if the fathers were picking up the girls, that would indicate that they would have been in contact with Amanda that day. Yeah. Or or Amanda's mom, if they're picking them up from the mm-hmm. from the mom, from the grandma. Yes. <gasps> so like I said, uh, with FBI back on the case, or not back on the case, FBI joined the case, they went and they were reviewing the case files, were reviewing the different tips that came in. Yeah. And apparently there was at least one tip from 2017 which caught their eyes and they decided to look into. It has to be... A substantial tip, because in order for the search warrant to be issued and executed, yeah. it would have had to go yeah. in front of a judge. That's right. And, they would and have there had would have been it. substantial yeah. probable cause in order for them. Yeah, to do exactly. That. Now, man, this, no, five years is, too late. You know, five seven two thousand seventeen. Yeah. That tip was in. You know, it's five yes. years ago. Why weren't they following this tip yes. up five years ago? Exactly. Now, I am going to file this under under potential rumor right and i okay. don't want to say it's facted at all but i have i have seen um i have read a rumor yeah and i want to say it's rumored that that the amanda's daughter's first first father michael fabrizio jr had amanda's cell phone for at least five days after she disappeared I don't know how that was determined or who who found that out. Once again, I want to say is I'm going to say it's rumor. This is absolutely rumor. But if that's the case, that would kind of indicate why they would go and they would be yes. taking the property. And why would he have that cell phone five days after she went missing? Why would he? Why would if I was dropping my kids to my ex's house? Why would he have my phone? 
there's no reason for him to take my phone or for me to give him my phone. That's strange. No. That's very strange. If that's the case, uh, if from, that's a fact, then that's very strange. I'm not sure what... The thing is, though, I don't know what... If Let's say that, that either the fathers or were involved in her disappearance why why they would be involved because there's nothing that indicates that there was any sort of ill will against them there was there's no real motive for wow for michael there is what is it because his daughter's his daughter's mom is a heroin addict i mean would you want to leave Uh, your child i mean obviously her family are gonna say that she you know she's capable of looking after her kids but as a parent would you want to willingly hand your kid over to another parent who's going to be responsible for that child's welfare and well-being knowing full well that 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 parent is struggling with addiction and and really struggling with addiction mm-hmm. no could you're it, right could it be yeah. that he looked at or saw her that day i mean let's let's face it exes the slightest thing can cause an argument between exes it could especially yeah. when there's yeah. kids involved i mean you could have a very platonic re- relationship that the ex could mm-hmm. get in a relationship with somebody else and then that relationship then becomes sour with you so i think it's very difficult to guess i don't know what the relationship with them was whether it was an am- amicable relationship or whether it was a little bit you know tempestuous sometimes but yeah. i would say that given i mean depends i mean is he an is he an addict himself? Um, is there any issue of that there that he's actually not thinking like that? But if he wasn't, could that be the case? Could he have gone? You're not having her back because look at the state of you, and I'm not happy mm-hmm. leaving her with you. And she's like, well, actually, no, she's my daughter, and you can't take her away. And then a fight happens. You know, it's difficult. And then something happens. Yeah, yeah. it's difficult, isn't it, to to guess what could have happened, yeah, and what they could have been arguing about. But it could be something as simple as that. I'm not happy with you yeah, looking no, after her. Right. I can look after her better. I've got no addiction. That's right. I can provide for her. I want her living with me. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. That's very true. That's very true. And she hasn't got that once. But she's that... got it twice. You know, she's got it with the both dads, mm-hmm. you know, possibly. I think the one thing, though, is is that this search has completely changed the narrative of this whole case. Yeah, God, yeah. Because they, I, for the eight years, the narrative has been, you know, a, a girl who had, you know, drug addiction, addictions, she had drug dependency, is missing. Still is missing. Yeah, and now it's she potentially... has a history. She has a history of escorting, so it could yeah. be drug overdose. It could be, uh, yeah, it, it could be human trafficking. Now all of a sudden, it's is this a domestic issue? Was this a domestic violence yeah. issue that yeah. led to someone's someone's death? Yeah. And this is a girl that's struggling, but, you know, has been to ca- uh, counselling and has been to rehabilitation centres. And actually, she's on track trying to sort her life out. And now, could mm-hmm. this be foul play? It changes the narrative yeah. 100%. And I reckon probably people's attitudes. Because all of a sudden, she goes from the heroin addict who is got addiction and has got issues to then perhaps being the recovering addict that's getting over things and making a better life that's now suddenly cruelly been taken away so i think Mm -hmm. people's like you say people's perceptions and maybe people's empathy from one to the other is going to be very different yeah sadly and it's it's crazy because once again 
they had to go in front of a judge and get probable cause to issue to issue yeah. the warrant. So they must be. So it has to be something substantial. I would actually be really curious to get inside the, the mind of like these FBI investigators or the, 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 the police investigators. If, yeah, they might, they have something substantial, which gave them probable cause to search his property. But I also wonder if this was done in order to, to try to get more information out of people in the know, right? So maybe for the longest time, people were like, okay, maybe Amanda, you know, had an overdose or she was, I think that's what, I think most people that's would what assume they thought, yeah. died of, of it. But now it's like, oh, wait, they're checking out Michael's yeah. dazzling. Yeah. And so now they're trying to get more information on Michael Fabrizio Jr. Yeah. And they're hoping that going out and doing this search is going to, they're going to be able to get more information pertaining to his possible involvement. Because maybe the people out there that have heard rumors about what, what might've happened, but they've been, they've, they haven't said anything because it's like, oh, well, I thought she just died of an overdose and she's, you know, out and was dumped in a river or something. Yeah. And now they, they hear, oh, well, Michael might've been involved. I did hear this rumor. So maybe I should call in. Yeah, maybe. And that hopefully might push people to help a little bit more. Yeah. It, it's strange. I mean, I hate these cases mm. because it's because they seemingly just up and vanish. And it's especially with when it when you have someone that's involved in drugs, it there's so many different ways that it could go. Yeah. Yeah, they're living a high risk lifestyle. Yeah. But then especially when it's like, okay, yeah, they lived a high-risk lifestyle, but they, on the verge of, you know, getting help. Yeah. Because it's, it's and honestly, if you think about it, it's really the da most dangerous time for an addict, right? Of course. When they go yeah. through, when they go through a period of sobriety. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, they go back to using. Yeah. And so now they're going back and they're, they're going to use the same amount that they had been using. Yeah. And their body's their not used to it. Is yeah, the body's not used to it. They they lose the tolerance, and so all of a sudden, they have an overdose, and they and they they pass away. I mean, I haven't got any um, personal. I haven't got any personal um, experience of addiction um, myself, but I have some friends that have had some really awful issues with addiction, and it's one of those yeah. things that is as a friend to watch somebody go through that and not be able to do anything is, is just horrific. It is a horrible, helpless way to feel. And then to then from her family's point of view to then have her just, I mean, she has just completely disappeared. Yeah. There's, there's nothing, there's no, which is also strange in its, in its own way. The fact that she's just completely gone, um, that obviously because of the addiction, it clouds things a little bit because you're left wondering not only, you know, has she gone of her own free will? Has she gone and she's overdosed somewhere and she's okay, but she doesn't know who she is. Has she gone and she's overdosed or she's, she's given her, she's got herself some, some gear and she's in a stupor and somebody's taken her away and taken advantage mm -hmm. of her. There's so many avenues that this poor family are having to consider and for police to have yeah. to consider, this is a huge amount of different ways that this case can go. 
It's quite evident that she's not using anything connected to her old life again. Did she just walk away and start again? I don't I don't think that there's very many people that do that sort of thing. Very rarely do you find out that the person's gone, do you know what? Look, I've had enough. I'm just gonna leave everything and sod off. It doesn't really happen that often. It's usually Mm. something something has happened. It's interesting that they've gone back to their ex-boyfriend. It's interesting that they've got enough evidence to go back and to to search his property. I'd be interested to speak to a police officer about that to find out what level of information they would have to have had to grant that. You know, it had to have been substantial. It had but to have it's been like substantial. How what, substantial. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to have known what what kind of can can you just let me know what kind of things it could have been to initiate this? Because it would have to be quite a lot, I think, like you say. That's very interesting. Yeah. But God, for her like family yeah. and her her children to that she's just know. you know, yeah. that's that's awful. It's really it is. it's yeah. really bad to have that wandering all the time. I mean, I, uh, we we briefly mentioned at the beginning where it took nearly three months for the family to report her missing. Yeah, and I I just I can't help but wonder if like if they would have called sooner. If why did why did it? Take, do we know why it took three months? She has she got I don't previous know why visits? three months. She, okay, so she had previous history of of disappearing. I don't want to say disappearing, but being like off the grid. Right. For you know, for days or whatever, but three months I don't think is a long time. Of, that is a really, really long time. Yeah. And you would have to, I mean, it has to kill the family knowing like, uh, what if we, did we, if we would have done something sooner? Yeah. I wonder why they didn't. There must be a reason that they didn't, you know, did they believe that she was okay? Did they believe she was somewhere that, you know, I mean, that's, it's a strange one. I mean, you know, a few days, maybe a week or so, but three months is a very long time. To not have any word a very, very long. of where your, addi- yeah. your your child is with suffering from addiction, you know? We're used to cases where the family called right away. And yeah, we like, are. Oh, no, too soon. Yeah. Try back in 72 hours. Yeah. That's what we're used to. We're not used to these cases where it's like three months go by and then you're calling in a missing person report. Yeah. I mean, I've got a friend who is um, that I check in on regularly who's uh, not not addicted like this. But if I haven't heard from him within sort of two weeks... I message, are you okay? Everything all right? Yep, yeah. everything's fine. You know, if it if it's longer than that, I start mm-hmm. to sort of panic a little bit because there's no way he's not in mm-hmm. touch within a two week period. Yeah. So that's you know what thinking of yeah. thinking about. I wonder if part of it has to do with that that arrest warrant that was issued on around the 18th. Well, you think she's if hiding they out? They thought, okay, yeah, she's hiding out. But would she not be in touch? Like, say I'm okay, but she would have to. Right? Yeah, I don't know what sort of relationship two, they've two got. Two young daughters. Yeah. To not check in, I wouldn't no, think oh, that would be weird that she she wouldn't check in at all on her kids. Yeah. It seems like they were they had a very close relationship. The uh Joanne and Nicole, her sister Nicole. I, it seems to me that they had a very very close relationship and she seems to be a very loving mother and I can't imagine that even if she was going and hiding out you know, hiding from the police, that she wouldn't at least try to get in contact somehow. And, and what happened with the explaining to the fathers? So where did they think she was? If they're going and regularly having contact oh, yeah. with their daughter, that they're having to pick mm-hmm. up from the grandmother, what what has the grandmother sort of said to them about where the daughter, where the, where the mum is? Exactly. You know, how did that... Because exactly. I would want to know, if that was my child and I was picking them up from, 
their dad's house and he was never yeah. there, I'd be like, well, where is he? Is he looking after my kid or is he not? You know, so why am I coming yeah. to pick him up when they can well, stay with me? You know? Yeah. And wouldn't you also be inter- like, interested, if you knew that she was having issues with addiction, mm. wouldn't you also want to know, like, hey, how's she doing? Is she still having problems? Is she yeah. getting clean? Wouldn't you want to know that that sort of stuff? Well, it depends, doesn't it? It depends what kind of decent human beings the two dads are when we don't know what kind of people they are are they people that just don't care or are they really good people that do care and they have asked those questions it's difficult when you don't know them right oh what it is that's a that's very very interesting it's difficult i mean this is like a spider's web there's so many different ways that you can go with Mm -hmm. you know so many different avenues to go down i think it really needs investigating into the two I, I would first look at the two dads. I would first look at their home lives. What are they like? Are they, have they got criminal records? Do they have drug yeah. pasts? Are they good upstanding citizens or are they, you know, a bit nefarious? Or Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know why. Yeah. That would be my first port of call. No, yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree with you. Uh, yeah, it. I mean, look, the three three possibilities i think the three possibilities are like like i said okay domestic violence issue yeah. right domestic yeah domestic, domestic issue issue yeah. with with one of the one of the fathers yeah um overdose yeah or human trafficking i think i think those are the three highest probability because if it was an issue where let's let's say that you know she had a mental health issue she had a drug issue and she ends up on the street yeah. i would think by this point someone would have found her found her yeah. yeah yeah i think she would have been identified if she was just living rough on the streets i think she would have been uh-huh. identified by somebody it seems by looking at their yeah. facebook page there seems to be a lot of people out there looking for her there's there's billboards up with her picture on and stuff like that on the different highways yeah. so I would say, yes, if she was living on the street and overdosed and was found dead on the street, she would be a Jane Doe, but they would be able to hopefully match her up. You know, I agree with you. I think it's, you were down to the next two then, aren't you really? Yeah. Now it's interesting. um, So I think I mentioned it briefly. One of the areas that they they search and have been searching on a regular basis is this Kensington area. This, um, I think it's Kensington Avenue. Yeah. Uh, there are actually people that that go through the area on a consistent basis, recording the streets and the people that they see. Oh, okay, that's for so identification good. purposes. That's really good. So, so there's hours and hours and hours of a video. There's there's uh, there's web uh, there's YouTube pages where you can go and you can watch us hours wow. of uh, people in this area in hopes of like you know if someone's out there and they need you know and they're looking for family members. Yeah, that they can hop on there. They could watch this and see if they can possibly find them in in all the hours of video no one has seen there's been no no possible uh persons that have been been id'd as amanda on any of these videos yeah i mean people don't just disappear into thin air somebody somebody knows what's happened so there's somebody somewhere that's withholding information about what's happened to amanda because people don't just disappear off the face of nowhere they just don't do it there's got to be somebody some people that would know what's happened yeah no i'm i mean i'm i'm 90 percent sure at this point we're probably 
were probably looking for a body. That's that is that's that's what I'm that's my gut um, feeling. Well, I was just about to say I'm probably ninety percent sure this is a foul play. Somebody else is involved. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. From from what you've been saying and from what we've been told, I would say that this is a somebody else is involved in this. This isn't just a girl who's just decided mm. to walk away. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Um. And like we said, with the whole, with the rest of it. Is it possible that she's, you know, overdosed somewhere and, and succumbed to the drugs and has died and has died somewhere where nobody's found her? Yeah, possibly. You can't say no, absolutely possibly, not. Yeah. It's it's something you've got to consider. Um, yeah. I don't know what the procedure over there for Jane Doe's are. I mean, they, do they have a central database that the police are able to access that have got pictures that they, obviously you can put in the details of the yeah. body you've just found and people yep. can like correlate that with, with missing persons websites. Yeah. With her she her anybody that that could be her would be easily identified. She's got very distinctive okay? tattoos, hasn't she? She does. Very distinctive. Okay, so she was she was about five two in height and about 115 pounds in weight. Okay. She had blue eyes, brown hair. Um, though she was known to to dye her hair or wear wigs and headbands. And she had a very thin body type. Yeah. Now she had multiple tattoos. Um on um, she had lips on the right cheek of her buttocks. She had the Italian, like a boot. Italian boot yeah, shape. The, so you know, the country yeah, shape. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the word Tommy on her right torso, um, writing under one of her breasts. Yeah. The initials, uh, the initials SC on top of one of her fingers. The letters MF on the inside of her lower lip. Oh wow! And then she also had a diagonal surgical scar on her upper and lower abdomen. So had they have found a body, they it would be easily identifiable as her by putting those details into a database. So, okay, so yes. then maybe that it's quite, I mean, obviously people should still be checking those, but perhaps that's a rule out at the moment in that there's no body that's, you know, missing, that, that uh, unidentified. So then we're, we're on to the other two. It's foul play. Could it be that she's yeah. succumbed to the drugs and she's been taken off by a trafficker? Uh, yes, that happens exactly. a lot. And like you say, the area in which we, we've been talking about as is not a great area. There's a lot of drugs there. There's pimps there, I would imagine, and that kind of stuff. So great, not not a great area. So that's a high possibility that something has happened to her like that. She's collected this prescription yeah. and she's used again and that's what's happened. So there is that possibility mm -hmm. or there's a possibility that she's fallen out with somebody and she's, I mean, does she have a drug debt? Is that something else? I mean, is this, Oh yeah. could it be that she's got some, she's got some drugs from somebody and hasn't paid for them or she's upset somebody, the drugs that she's taken, there's somebody else's prescription. Is it that person or somebody surrounding them? It's just question yeah. after question after question, isn't there? It's just frustrating. There are a lot of questions. It's yeah. a frustrating yep. case to look at when you don't have police files and you don't have yeah. the answers to the questions that you've got. It's difficult. Yeah. And I mean, I said this at the very beginning. This is a case that has a lot of stigma oh, God, surrounding yeah. it. Yeah, straight away. So it's it's a case that could easily be overlooked or people cast aside uh -huh. because of the stigma. Yeah. But regardless of what, Amanda had done and what she might have been doing. She's still a mother. She's still a daughter. She's still a sister. She's a human being. And she, she's a human being. Yeah. And she deserves to be to be found and deserves to be reunited one way or the other with, with her family. Yeah, definitely. That's really sad. I'm really sad for her family. Yeah. 
Tough case. Very tough. Yeah, very, very tough. But thank you for that one. That's, um, yeah, I hate it when you get no answers, you know. I know obviously predominantly the yeah. cases that we do on our show are non-answer cases. It's, mm-hmm. I just would like to be able to go back to the family and say, look, this is what happened. <sighs> you know? And she has two daughters. I know, yeah. <sighs> To miss seeing it them grow kills, up and kills me. Yeah. you know, missing all that stuff is just, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It's not, it's not good. It is very, it's very hard. Oh, well, that's our case for this week. So thank you very much for that one. I will now give you something to make you smile a little bit. So at the end of our show, we normally do something that is called dumb criminal. Hey, Captain Stupid Poopy Pants, use a dummy. This, actually, this is very apt what captain has just said now deputies with the clay county (laughs) sheriff's office were searching a wooded area for a man who was um in possession of a controlled substance so this guy has run off they've been chasing him he's run off into the woods they've got the dogs and they're chasing off this guy they go into this wooded area and they're looking for him so if you were in that um that that instance you would would you keep running would you hide what would you do? You're in a woodland area. You're being chased by police with dogs. Oh, oh, God. I would keep running because the dogs are eventually, yeah. eventually going to catch you. I, I thought the same thing. Now, this guy decides not to keep running. This guy decides to hide. Okay. Yeah. But he's found a good hiding place. Okay. Now, the problem sure. was when the police got into the woods, the guy passed gas so loudly oh, no. <laughs> that they found him purely because he farted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't oh, that just doesn't sound God. like a real thing. What the? That is the worst time to do that. So Guy. I mean, they posted the the um, Clay County Sheriff's Office on their Facebook page. Posted if you've got a felony warrant for your arrest and the cops are looking for you and you pass gas so loud it gives up your hiding spot, you're definitely having a. And then they put the poop emoji. You're definitely having a poop day. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine though? I mean, you go to prison and you're talking about how you got arrested and it's purely because you farted. I mean, come on. You feel like a right idiot, wouldn't you? (laughs) Could you imagine him like in the woods, like holding on his stomach, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, don't fart, don't fart, don't fart. I just let it go quietly. And then, oh yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like, oh damn it, they found me. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, I just thought that that was crazy. That's really funny. Stupid. So um, thank you for everyone that's been sending us in dumb criminals as well. They're very funny. We've got a few um, coming up that are sent in from listeners as well. So thank you for those. Um, You can catch us on all of our socials um, between this week and next week's episode, which will be my episode. So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can direct email us if you want to. Um, It's completely up to you. But we will be back next week. And for now, be nice. I was waiting for you to say that. I don't know. I always say that, don't I? Oh, for now, be nice. You do. <laughs> and bye. I don't know why I didn't say it. I was like, do you normally say it or do I normally say it? No, you normally say it. Actually, no, I normally <laughs> say it. <laughs> yeah.